Alex Jones told me that what the devil is trying to do is to kill everybody on the earth until it's just him, the devil, and one other person. And then at that point, the devil would kill the other person and then kill himself. Think about Not necessarily all the Jews. I'm not saying the Jews, but uh, those that worship the God of There was a guy in like the mid-1600s. He claimed to be uh, the Messiah. Uh, you went from grazing over the science of natural law this is always to the real McCoy and 9-11 everybody knows the real thing when they hear it well you can look forward everybody to knows the real thing when they commentary. everybody knows the real thing action we're recording this is it we're here brother we're, we're fucking doing it man we got it done uh cody you you've come through in a huge way where this is a this is a little little milestone right now mm. right yeah well it's about time it's about time it's about time everybody's got a fucking podcast you know um so now we do as well <laughs> although we don't have a name for it but working title anything goes uh over under on how many podcasts have anything goes uh as their working title i don't know ten thousand and then no no maybe <laughs> Uh, maybe a couple thousand though, and I wouldn't say ten thousand. But well, we'll figure it under out. Under a thousand, over a hundred. We'll figure it out. The fans can uh, write in, suggest those names. Yeah, our our zero fans that we have so far. Yeah, they're oh. coming. They're coming. They're right yeah, around the corner. That's that's, that, that's kind of how do you cultivate a fan base? It, so it changes like with every evolution of, you know, every I mean with every generation. There's like a new, you know, evolutionary stage of obtaining fans, and it's just like. Like, who in their right mind is going to be listening to us? You know what I mean? Like, You're somebody. Not. You're not wrong. Somebody. Well, this is why we need something to say. <laughs> somebody. You need to have something to say, and we do have a lot yeah. to say. So to pick up on our conversation earlier, um, we were talking about NFTs mm. and how you get involved in that world and in the marketplaces that sell NFTs and what ultimately what is going to be valuable in a in a digital space what's going to be valuable in the metaverse or something like the metaverse and you had you said that you stumbled across a podcast where someone was building an interface for applications yeah where they're trying to decentralize uh the the client server platform so that it's basically uh just a a federated network basically a decentralized network instead of like a cloud server or instead of like a cloud it, it, it it's I, I still don't completely understand it like it involves like calculus and shit but like just like like listening there's like a there's a couple of podcasts about like that that uh fucking movement whatever the fuck you want to call it it's just like it's such a big thing like if we get in on this like and 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 they actually complete their mission like this could be the equivalent of like getting in on facebook early how many times has that been said not too many about this specific application and this is a bold uh mission they have over there going on mm -hmm. um where, where do you know where it is what the name of that pod is um yeah we i won't we won't let that out to the fans they'll have to maybe maybe we'll we'll put behind a paywall the secrets as to how we're going to get in on sure the we'll next we'll explore that in the background and report 10, back percent yeah but the as far as the NFT world goes, um, you know what? Have you do you own any NFTs? 
No, uh, I was gonna actually. I'm planning on buying the War Mode NFT. They're planning on dropping one. Um, okay, why? Honest question, why? So if I buy it, they're gonna get royalties, and then somebody buys it from me, and I'm gonna get money from the person that bought it from me, and the creator is just gonna constantly get royalties. So, you know, like even though they only have like three thousand listeners, say they drop this NFT, it comes out at like seven hundred bucks or whatever, and then somebody sells it, buys it. Let's say I buy it at like fifteen hundred bucks, somebody buys it from me at like two thousand. Maybe I choose to buy back at twenty five hundred, and then somebody else buys it off, you know, four thousand. Now I'm making money. These other people are making money, and there's really just that one person in the end that owns it. Like, so anybody could buy it off of that person for it, the higher bidding price. It is kind of a pyramid. I'm not going to say scheme, but I guess a pyramid structure for when you buy uh, a digital. A, a digital token an, 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 an NFT you're saying that the creator always gets a kickback from the transaction yep they're always getting royalties is so, that common with NFTs in general or yep. just the way this one is set up yep whoever creates the NFT is going to get consistent royalties every time there's a transaction regarding the NFT well I think we need to start creating some NFTs buddy yeah, NFTs really just seem like a sophisticated method of tax laundering it's the evolution <laughs> of tax laundering you heard about the uh, the Pandora Papers? Uh, I heard Pandora Papers released, and then I heard nothing more about them. Yeah, well, I guess, like, Shakira and Elton John were, like, implicated in basically just legally uh, avoiding taxes. Um, it got me thinking, like, how could we legally avoid taxes? Say, like... We don't want to report that on the internet. <laughs> well, no, I mean, why, why not? It's legal. You mean, it's totally okay, legal. legally? Okay, what are your loopholes? I don't think you can legally avoid taxes. Well, I think there might be. So let's say I start a Patreon and you start a Patreon, and the first tier starts at $40,000 a year. Yep. You sub to my Patreon, I sub to yours. You do one episode a year, I do one episode a year. Yeah. Now that $40,000, I get to write off up to that much as a tax expense, specifically for just providing you entertainment, because it's you're paying that money to me. I have to provide a service to you, so when I have to go get gas, when I have to fucking you know buy water to take a shit at a Dunkin' Donuts, I write all these things off because I wouldn't be able to provide the service to you, if so that you get that. your forty, sixty thousand dollar worth Patreon single tier annual is, episode. Is this just a, a loophole that you've been made aware of? No, I'm kind of wondering, like. Yeah, like, because, I mean, it seems like all the people that have money just don't pay taxes in a legal way. And so I would like to have money. I don't mind paying taxes, but if you can't have money and pay taxes at the same time, legally, so, let's, let's legally not pay taxes. You're talking about a percentage of taxes, because I don't think there's anyone out there who doesn't pay any taxes. You're, telling, you're talking about lowering it from 32 33% what have you to you know you you make you get a couple bucks you got a couple millies under your belt and now all of a sudden you find yourself paying 15 percent 18 percent in taxes which is still a shit ton of money mm. but adam i used to listen to a ton of adam carolla i still do sometimes but his whole thing rant with taxes is that yeah the super rich might be paying a less percentage of taxed income but they're still paying 10 times more in taxes monetarily some total mm. than other people 
So there's a, I mean, there's splitting hairs here, and obviously, like you know, people like to lean on the percentages. But if you're talking about legal ways to tax shelter, I mean, those have kind of been around since taxes have been around. Um, What's tax shelter? A tax shelter is things where your money, uh, I, I believe. So if you donate twenty thousand dollars to charity, and you can. You can write off five percent of that in taxes, so you only have to pay. Uh, so, so, so you remove five percent of that twenty grand from your taxable income at the end of the year. Now, where does that twenty? You go. You say to a charity. Well, if I donate to your charity, you have a charity. I donate to your charity. Mm. And maybe you're giving me my money back, or maybe you're providing me a service. Mm-hmm. But I just showed that I donated twenty grand to a charity, and I get a tax write off at the end of the year, so that lowers my my tax percentage. Yeah, from twenty percent to twenty grand or whatever. Right. right. So, and maybe somehow, you know, but I don't think that would be legal. I think that that's probably done. But I think you and in being involved. This is just an example. You being involved in some charity that benefits me, I think if it if that's shown to benefit me, I do not believe that's legal. Don't quote me. I don't know the law, but I don't believe you doing something like giving me my money back through some loophole uh, is well, legal. Well, I mean, like, so you, th- you think of somebody like Tim Dillon right now. He has to take a flight to go. Uh, shout out Tim Dillon. Yeah, shout out Tim Dillon. Fucking what man. up, Ben? Ben, young Ben. I, I, I fucking miss I miss Jace I miss Kevin What up Ben it's, Your brother does great art Yeah Yeah Jace you're You're, you're the king Um Fuck This is just quality content Right here This is No what were you gonna say Um I I completely forget What we were talking about Oh okay You. Were t- you were I mean I remember t- It was vaguely about taxes but Take some about Tim Dillon but Tim Oh Dillon, yeah yeah I mean so, I'm already taking tax advice From Tim Dillon He's highly sarcastic Yeah no okay But for example Say picture somebody like Tim Dillon Or somebody like Dave Chappelle Where they, you know They have to take a flight To this arena to perform Or to this theater to perform Now can they write off That plane ticket Because it's part of their job That's their business <sighs> I don't know about that. I think they can write off some of it, but they're yeah. not writing off that whole value. You cannot write off all of it. You need to, ultimately, you're generating an extraordinary amount of income. And it's not like you're going to show in your taxes that, it's not like you're going to show that 30% of that income it took 30% of your income to get to a gig. I, I don't think, I don't think it works that way. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you could just claim all of these things and then at the end of the year, when you file for taxes now, there are definite limits on, on, on business trap. Like, yes. Do you write off business travel expenses? Yes. But there's a ceiling. The government puts a ceiling on wow. it. And it, whether it's, a, whether it's a percentile ceiling or a, uh, monetary ceiling uh, you know uh it's just like with writing off your rent you can write off your rent but it's only up to like twelve hundred dollars a month Mm. you can write off your house taxes but it's only up to whatever five six seven k a month but people pay 20k a year in home taxes 
So you, the government is always one step ahead. It's not like they don't have the brightest scammers alive. Taxation is fucking theft. Taxation's theft, and then it, you're going to come full circle with this because without it, you do not have the roads to travel here. But, you know, you can also argue the roads are complete. Why do we need to keep playing, paying it? And then the government comes back and they say maintenance. And then you say, yeah, okay, there's maintenance going on, but there's also gross overspending and gross mismanagement and political, uh, not con artists, but people are on the take. People are dirty, you know? So money gets lost. Money gets mismanaged. And you go like, what do I do to get out of it? Well, I don't know. What what do you do? If you get a social security number, you got to pay. I just had to pay. Get this. 2014. Okay. I don't H&R Block in Revere did my taxes. Mm. A couple of years later, I was audited by the federal government. I had to pay. Uh, they, they said I made more. Uh, I claimed more than I paid. Uh, I had to pay the federal government. Okay, smooth that over a couple of years back. Get a letter this year from Mass State saying I owe $840 from t- year, tax year 2014. I then deal with a tax professional at H&R Block three or four separate sessions with Massachusetts Treasury on the phone. They said, okay, no problem. We'll look into this. It, we'll make it go away, essentially. I'll sum up the conversation. They're going to make it go away. Get a letter two weeks ago now saying, we looked into this. You owe this money. You have to pay by October 25th. So I just fucking sold some Ethereum, not that I had much, mm. and fucking paid it. It's like they can come and get you. There's no statute of limitations on taxation. Yeah, and shit's fucking changed. Like, so I think I guess it's like two percent right now. Like that, on average, the dollar is just you're losing. If you have a hundred dollars in the fucking bank, like most people in America, right. you're technically losing money. Isn't that weird? Year, your hundred is only worth ninety eight percent of it. Right. So right, you're you're if you're saving money, the money that you're saving is losing value. Yeah. If you put ten thousand dollars under your mattress, the longer you wait the less that $10,000 is worth in the economy. Now, if you took $10,000 from your savings account and put it in uh, the three times SOXL semiconductor fund right when everything crashed, like if you just, if you hit that, that the, the peak crash after, after COVID hit, when and bottomed then out. within one year, you would have multiplied your, if you put your life savings in there, you would have 10 life savingses. 10 your return would be 10x yes okay so sure but people aren't you say people in the broader sense people aren't up to speed on this stuff i mean you got to be interested in it it was all new to me and i think it's a lot it's new to everybody so retail and i think retail investors as a whole has grown immensely as everybody's just started downloading Robinhood, Weeble, and all that shit over the past five years. There's definitely a lot of people doing that, mm-hmm. but there's not a lot of people over 40 doing that. Uh, there's a there's a lot of people out there mm-hmm. that still have that cash under their mattress. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't trust it, 
and kind of rightfully so because it, it gets into a weird thing now when your money is created out of thin air and the federal is not backed by gold and I'm not going to pretend I know what I'm talking about, but I didn't know that it was based off of how much gold was kept in the federal reserve. And that is no longer the case. And mm-hmm. things have seemed to go on haywire. And then you hear that the United States o- owes something like, is it like $6 trillion in debt? Yeah. 20% of all the money that was ever created was created last year. Whew. 20% of all the money. Brand new. And it's in Jeff Bezos's pocket. Yeah. Most of it. He's got a very big pocket. Did you see, did you hear, did you see the thing with Bill Gates? Uh, I think it was, it was on, on one of those shows where they were interviewing Bill Gates and, uh, Billy was like, oh, you know, like, so what, like, should people learn, like, from, you know, your uh, interactions with Jeff Epstein? And Bill Gates, like, uh, he just didn't even think of what came out of his mouth. He's like, well, he's dead, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's hilarious. I'm going to pause this. I'm going to pause this one second. Mm -hmm. Quick pause. Be right back. Quick pause. Quick pause. We can edit it out, too. We're unpaused. Test. Yep. There we go. Welcome back. <laughs> well, welcome for the first time, because nobody's going to see. If this is the first time, if this is <laughs> if this is your second time, welcome back. Uh, so we just had to get the video portion running, which we'll see how this plays out in post. But it's all part of the uh, growing pains of the first pod, you know? I'm sure... The 100,000 to 1 million other podcasts had this problem. Same problem. Cody has a sore neck. I have a fucking sore neck. Uh, If there are any uh, massage therapists, they don't like being called masseuses. I don't know what to call them. If uh, anyone... Cody is at a concert dancing in the front row. If anyone could come and just, you know, really just work the neck muscles just and, reinstall uh, the basically yeah reinstall if you can come with a new neck and uh really just slap it on us that'd be great much appreciated uh shout out to all masseuses by the way uh massage therapists i'll, I'll stick with massage therapists shout out to all massage therapists yeah you guys fucking um rock. you rock you sometimes get robert Kraft in trouble but other than that, you know, you do an essential duty. You should be an essential worker. Massage therapists should be paid via insurance. They should accept insurance. They should accept Bitcoin and Ethereum. They should accept that now as well. But also, if it was covered by insurance, then I think a lot of people would have a lot less stress in their life. Yeah, the, the world would be a better place. I mean, if mental health is covered by insurance which you it is you get i mean some it depends on obviously it depends on your insurance but you some insurance companies will offer you know five sessions ten sessions at no cost or whatever but they won't cover the good stuff like if you if you want to do like ketamine infusion therapy right then yeah they're not going to help you out with that right they'll give you ssris though they will give you drugs, uh, not the not the good drugs, drugs that fuck drugs you up. You gotta pay. Yeah, you gotta pay for the drugs. They'll pay for the drugs. You pay them. They're basically working the global corner. 
is what we're getting at. They're working the corn. Well, I'm inverted. I don't know where to, I don't know where my mouth is. <laughs> they're they're working the they're working the global corner, and the, by global corner I mean Florida. That is the corner of the globe. You watch The Wire, you know, the work, work in the corner. I never watched The Wire, no. Well, you should watch The Wire, my friend. Yeah. But you know, the, you know the term, right? You watch The Shield? Never watched Shield. Jesus, that's good. Yeah, I don't really watch television. Uh, this kid doesn't watch anything. At all. The kid's watching, he's watching himself right now on TV. <laughs> uh, work in the corner. I mean, work in the corner is actually kind of reserved for prostitution. Mm. But it's also a drug term. Right, and I, I suppose you can find a masseuse on the corner. You could probably find, well, I mean, <laughs> I think hookers are—they're not necessarily just hookers for sex. They're hookers. They—they're—they're they're people that just want to get paid to do a task. I mean, they're not gonna—they're not gonna paint your kitchen, but massage therapist is the word. Massage your cock for money. Yes, that's uh—that's from Grandma's boy. I didn't, I didn't make that up. <laughs> Um, you watch Grandma's Boy? Yeah, not, it's been a while, but I remember that one. Holds up, holds up. I'm holding. Swartzen is just a man on fire in that movie. Mm. Who's the main character in that again? I don't even know. It's he's part of um Adam Sandler's crew. It's the best movie Adam Sandler has ever been a part of without being in it. Mm. Oh, I'm just going to say it's the best movie Adam Sandler has ever been a part of, and he's not in it. <laughs> I'd like to get that on record right now. I know, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, yes, classic. Okay, uh, fine. Say within the last 20 years, fine. What do you watch, Cody? What movies have you watched? Um, recently, uh, I watched uh, Phantom Thread. Daniel Day Lewis's last movie. It was uh it was it was weird, but it was good. It was the same director as Boogie Nights, but it was uh definitely a different different uh frequency. When did it come out? Uh twenty eighteen. I didn't realize that. Twenty eighteen, yeah. It was weird. It was it was good though. It was strange. Uh, it made me want to see more from that actor. Right into the microphone, folks. That's not, we're a classic podcast. Yep. Uh yeah, Daniel Day Lewis. I uh, heard he quit acting. Yep, that, that was true? his last movie. That was his last movie. Mm-hmm. He would just rather retire. He's so method that he's <laughs> he's such a method actor that he learned a new skill and never came back to making them. He never got around to making the movie of the skill he's doing now, whatever that may be. What did he learn? What is it? Was he doing? I now? heard from Rogan he was a shoe cobbler. Oh, really? But that's strange. I just like the idea that that's a very strange job. It, really, why did why wouldn't he just retire? You're gonna have to ask him. He's one of the greatest actors of all time. I I like the idea that an actor. <laughs> it's like a, a nice skit. No, well, yes, yeah, shoe cobbler. But <laughs> the skit would be the actor is so method. You know what a method actor is? No, not at all. Oh, okay. A method actor is someone who like. You know, it started out with like going to train with the going on ride alongs with the cops because you're going to play a cop. Mm. And then it gets into, well, you know, the military, you're going to play a drill sergeant in the military Mm -hmm. and you're going to so go be in the military. 
you know, it's me- it's like getting into your craft, like right? Keanu it's Reeves practicing for John Wick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a little bit that, but I think it also goes beyond that. Like, like you know, method goes deep. So you know, putting on weight for a role, like a, a substantial amount of weight. Like Christian or, Bale going from Anavar and yeah. thyroid to Trenbolone and De- you know Deca and and whatnot. Yeah, for Batman. Yeah, Batman yeah. from the Machinist. Yeah. Right. Right. There's definitely he's definitely a great example of method actor. You know, living in isolation if you're gonna play a role that involves uh something like um Matt Damon on Mars, you know. Like so, not so so why is he a shoe cobbler cobbler now? I'm just saying, okay, to get back to the skit, I don't know why Daniel Day Lewis is a shoe cobbler, but this but the idea <laughs> that an actor that somebody gets hired for a role and they're such an intense actor. They they they're such an intense actor that they're so method that they start training for the role and never get around to acting again. I just think it's fucking hilarious. Is that what he was doing? He was training for a role, or he just no? I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. In the, the that last movie, he was a dressmaker actually. So it's weird that his last movie he was maybe maybe it was for that role, yeah. but um. It's like, let's say, like, somebody goes off and starts training with, like, the LAPD, and they get, like, so into it that they get lost in being an LAPD police officer, but they never get around to making the movie about being an LAPD mm. police officer. Just think of something there. Anyway, um, channel my inner Joe list. That concept stinks. I stink. We all stink. Have you watched your list? New special? No. Uh, when when did that come out? I remember his last one like a year and a half ago. Theo's special. That was his too. last special. Was a year and a half yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Seen that one. Theo yeah. did come out. I have not watched. Yep. Same. Haven't seen it on Netflix. Saw Chappelle's. Everybody saw Chappelle's. Uh, I didn't. I didn't watch the end. Actually, I kind of like veered off at the end. It was good. It was good. It got emotional. He had all the frequencies. Uh, yeah. I gotta. I gotta rewatch that. Yep. A lot of people are upset. Yeah, hot button words, trigger, scary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so wait, what are you sipping on, Cody? We'll pretend this is a new pod. This is uh, tequila and orange juice. I uh, I never really liked alcohol, but I always loved tequila. So it works out nice. That little tequila and OJ or pineapple juice, that's, that's the way to do it. Let me tell you something, folks. This kid says he doesn't like alcohol every time I see him, and every time I see him, he's drinking. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's, uh, yeah, I, I guess. It's, <laughs> it's new. It's new to me. I've now admit that alcohol is um, a part of me, and I can never part with it. Unless it becomes a problem and I go sober. Then I'll just stare at it every day. Again, Cody's dancing due to his neck. Uh, he's been doing oh, that fuck. ever since I've met him. Yeah, it's been uh, almost four years now. So if you know the House of Blues, yeah, Obama, Eric was. Ju- I was just gonna bring this up. Go yeah. ahead, tell the story. So if you if you're if you're familiar with the House of Blues, obviously I've told you this. But you know anybody tuning in, uh, you know it's like a 25, 30 foot mezzanine above the, you know the 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 main floor, and uh, somebody leapt off that fucking mezzanine and. Uh, out of you know hundreds of people landed on my head jesus i had no fucking idea that they came from the sky i just all of a sudden <laughs> felt somebody land on my head and i was like what was it were they crowd surfing or something 
and I, like so like it happened so fast that like I just I just all of a sudden like I, I felt like my head smashed and then I looked down and somebody's on the floor and everybody's jumping and so I'm just like yeah let's get this person off the floor and then so I did that and I was just like you good and he's like yeah and then like we're leaving the venue like after that and it was just me and my buddy and I'm, I'm like dude like somebody like fell on my head at one point and he's like dude what like they landed on you he's like I saw that somebody jumped off the fucking mezzanine I'm like yeah see you should have you should have a lawsuit with the House of Blues. Yeah, um, I guess like you can do that. Uh, like for like three years, you're allowed to fucking file that. And I just like didn't even get it looked at for like two years because I would have just started doing drugs and oh my slowly God. killed myself because I didn't I didn't want to learn that my neck was destroyed for the rest of my life at age 24. Yeah, not necessarily is. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I mean, I, then I started physical therapy and. Uh, I mean, I told the doctor, I'm like, yeah, I think I need an MRI because I was, I, you know, I was getting these fucking headaches all the time. Yeah. My skull had recalcified an egg at the base of the craniosacrum. What? Yeah. Because the tendons were just fucking pulling. Like it was, it was brutal as fuck. So, so what was the injury? Um, I don't know what they would call it. Just a mashed mangled <laughs> fucking brain stem like technical term mashed skull <laughs> yeah, yeah. doctor said had mashed skull if you could picture the muscles that feed into your craniosacrum at the very fucking base of your head and how close those are to your fucking brain stem like if those just started spasming to the point that like it felt like your brain was going to just be pulled out by the tendons that are surrounding it um so yeah i started getting these headaches all the time I was like, I think I need an MRI. The doctor's like, try physical therapy. So started that. And he's like, yeah, you know, like it, if it's working at all, it's it's a good sign that, you know, like it's going to work. He's like, just keep doing it. You know, it might take three months, four months, six months. So two years later, just physical therapy, yoga and fucking exercise and prayer, repentance and forgiveness go a long fucking way. Uh, I, I don't think. But not all the way. You're still uncomfortable all the time. Yeah. Well, it's I, I've been at this now for two years. Obviously, it's, it's taken a lot longer than the physical therapist said, um, but it's still getting better all the fucking time. You're still in physical therapy for it. Well, I, I'm not in physical therapy. I just I do the exercises still. It's it's it was that fucking damaged, and then I put it off for so long that I had to just like dig myself out of it. Dude, but uh, I, I mean, you didn't need like a stem cell injury. No, no. I I was using BPC one fifty seven, which is that fucking awesome. Uh, drug from the Russians. They got all these fucking cool drugs that they made in like the 80s and shit. And this yeah, one. but it doesn't seem to be working. Well, I, I know it's expensive. I did it a couple times. And, but the, like, the cycles that I've ran to this shit, like, you know, for like four to six weeks, it's expensive. It'll be like 300, 350 bucks for but like But you need you know, a permanent weeks. solution. Well, that's, yeah, that's the thing. The permanent solution is that chronic yoga. Actually, it, like, dude, it's, it's gotten so much better. Like, and like, I, I'm thinking I, more of a medical solution. Nope. Nope. My mom was always saying that. She's like, you probably need a screw. And I'm just like, no, I, I don't. And I didn't. I'm not saying you need people, a screw. No, no, right? I know. I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they would just say do physical therapy and just. That's about it. So, but, but, and, and in doing that, like it, it goes a long fucking way. It's gotten so much fucking better. And like, it's just a testament to fucking how bad it was that it's taken this long to fucking heal. Well, I hope it does heal. Uh, it's healing. It is. I hate healing. seeing you in pain oh, every time so I sad. talk to you. 
yeah it's almost it's not even like pain anymore it's just like discomfort like the way that my fucking head is sitting on my fucking shoulders yep. is not ideal i kind of i you know what i feel similar uh pain sleeping at night the way you're describing right there i mean nobody's landed on my head but mm. uh just being i guess being a big goofy fuck and lifting weights or whatever but um yeah neck pain sucks yeah it's you know, the worst thing that's probably why a bunch of people are all hooked on percocets but uh, the really the only way to mitigate it is like yoga and stretching yeah, and yoga, it's like stretching. good for two or three days and it comes right the fuck back mm-hmm. we can can we swear on this pod no not at all you uh, can't say fucking swears no fucking swears on this fucking podcast fuck cunt motherfucker cocksucker bitch i love the word cunt pussy cunt uh <laughs> isolate that um so anything goes pod working title i don't know do i feel like we would do better than that yeah we're gonna so uh, it just hasn't come to us yet anything goes sounds like extraordinarily lazy of a name should we should we call it swing for the fences in honor of uh eric lampadecchio Swing for the fences. Yeah, because he's a softball. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he never put that together. Yeah, Swing for the fences. Who are you excited about seeing at Skankfest? Uh, breakdown for our viewers uh, and listeners. Oh, fuck. Um, we're going to Skankfest in a week and a half. There's an array of comedians. Cody, who are you excited to see? I already have mine on deck. Go. Oh, there's so many, dude. I want to see fucking Shane and Matt and fucking and Tim and fucking. Joe and fucking Mark. Is and... Matt going to be there? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know Matt. I thought it was Matt just Shane. Shane. And then fucking the dudes from fucking Dad Me and uh, yeah, all, all the, so many fucking people. It's going to be fucking awesome. Do you want to you wanna guess mine? You don't know. You won't guess it. Mm. Not male. Annie Lederman? Yeah. Okay. It okay. nails it. Yeah. Knocks out of the park. Okay. Annie Letterman, dude. Big big fanboy crush on Annie Letterman. Little hooker. But big fanboy crush on Annie Letterman. Huge just regular crush on Annie Letterman. I catch some of uh I watch some what's their um as I, I say I watch it but I don't remember the name. Uh they have their own pod with Bobby Lee's girl and uh Esther. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. Kalila and Esther. Yeah. Uh fucking Pussy wagon, whatever it's called. Like I, know, I, to, I feel like I have to look it up. Was that the, was that the girl that was doing all those early podcasts with, with Brody? Uh, I don't know. If she did a pod with Brody. I feel like she was. That. Which one, Lester? That, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Uh, it's never come up. I feel like she was the one. She's young, right? Uh, I don't know if she's actually young, but she definitely looks young. Mm. I think that's kind of a running joke. Is that how young she looks? Kalala's fucking bad, bro. She's so she's bad. a little baddie. She, I, I mean, she definitely, uh, she definitely dresses well. And I think back in the day, just basically fucking sucked dick when the wind blew. She was saying some really strange shit. Did, Girl's you, did, you, did you watch the one uh, where Shane was on on Tiger Belly? Yeah, yeah. With where the, she's picking yeah. lice out of her butthole, li- and she's like, "I liked it." Picking lice out of her hair and worms out of her ass, and taking immense pleasure in this so that's i guess that's just you know the culture in the philippines 
I don't know why I can't find the name of this, these girls' podcast. Uh, Trash Tuesday. That's the name of it? Trash Tuesday. I would have never got that. Copyright Tuesdays with Stories. We'll just call our podcast It's Not Tuesday. Because we'll never do it on a Tuesday. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, Tuesday's a day, you know, you, you want to take a nap or you want to do some yoga or you want to, uh, you know, eat a steak at, at 12 noon. No, dude, you don't eat a steak on a Tuesday. You eat a taco, dude. Haven't you seen the hashtags? Taco Tuesdays. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't know. I kind of eat the same thing every day. Steak taco? That sounds awesome. <laughs> Want to get takeout? <laughs> we just got to get hungry and stop the pod. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should do a mukbang. What's mukbang? It's like that uh, where you just eat on camera, and then you get subscribers. <laughs> and like, no. dude, yeah. that's a fetish, dude. No, oh, I mean, it, it's definitely a fetish. There's a market for it. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I feel, I'm gonna. I feel like I should open an only. Is there an OnlyFans for guys' feet? Because I feel like I got some pretty fucking good hooves on me, and I, I can use some some cash. Some do. Some do pay. Some yeah, someone would probably <laughs> just bank a nice five dollars and forty nine cents a month. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I could use it really, honestly. Fucking save up six months, buy a fucking twelve pack, would be great. I should smoke a cigar right now, but I'm not smoking in here. Uh, it's so cold. I wish I had a fucking cold. No, outside of me. Oh, yeah, outside. Yeah. Smoke a gar. Mm. It'd be cold as fuck. I am going to rip this pen, though. Ripping, doing mm. drugs on cam. Sorry, Mom. Drugs Sorry, on dead. cam. Not really drugs. It comes from the earth. Chill out. Dead air. No dead air. Dead air is bad. Yeah, dead air is a terrible thing, but the air is uh, both alive and dead. There's like a non-dual quality of the... Uh, the uh, the the livelihood of the air, um, it's been described as uh, humidity. Uh, people have been known to see it on psychedelics. I could see the humidity of the air, and it's like, dude, you're fucking high. Like, but at the same time, like, there is there is something about the air, and uh, it's both dead and alive. It's like that song. I can feel it. Coming in the air tonight. Hold on. I don't know the rest. All my life. So long. So long. Do 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 Alright. I know Phil Collins. Phil Collins. See, this is why we need a whip smart production team just to like mold in, just to mesh in whatever is legally allowed amount of time to play that song so, yeah like so you don't under get 15 seconds or something hand like suit off of you mm. what what if you play it for 15 seconds skip three seconds and play the next 15 seconds uh what's know. the loophole on playing the song like yeah that's, you that's play 15 so. seconds and a minute goes by and you play the next 15 seconds and then what happens? Um, Nothing. I'm just know. being a dick to the corporations. Yeah, or... I don't know who the judge is in that circumstance. What's the loophole for uh, 
you know, religion. How do you? Uh, oh, that's easy, dude. Loophole for religion. Yeah. Um, politics. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What's politics. loophole for politics? Religion, and uh, <laughs> they're trying to combat that nowadays. I had a super deep thought a couple of years ago. Uh, I remember it I should write this shit down I have started writing a lot of things down uh Cody's dancing with his Beetlejuice sweater on um Halloween's coming up oh yeah fucking birthday Scorpio season politics is the father religion is the mother nature is your sibling just feel like everyone's treating those three entities as such like people like everyone it's there's a there's a if not global certainly a american american instance of daddy issues and mommy issues and politics is the daddy issues religion is the mommy issues and conserving nature is like the issues of your siblings that you have with your siblings. I just feel like it could be very boiled down. And if like, that's all anybody can react to because that's all that's in our DNA and how to react to this stuff is the father, the son and the Holy spirit. Amen. <laughs> Please I, join us for an our father prayer. Uh, to do that. won't be on Tuesday. Uh, Halloween's coming up. Cody, what are you going as? Go. Uh, going to bed early. Going to work. Kid's going to bed early. He's a responsible citizen. He's not a child anymore. No. The kid gets shit done. He pays his taxes as regrettably as he <laughs> as regrettably as he feels about paying now. them. Paying taxes for now. He pays taxes for now, but he also sells uh, lots of illegal drugs on the side. Just yeah. kidding. I pay Joking. taxes on those. We're too. joking. He, he does claim his income, so the government leaves him alone. Yeah. Fun fact, pay taxes on your drug income. Taxes, uh, uh, government will leave you alone. Yeah, Sell cocaine, right off, give yeah. one. Yeah. Right off anything that you, like if you're, you know, addicted to heroin and you have to, you know, if fucking scramble up yeah. change every day so that you don't feel like killing yourself, then write that off at the end of the year because that's right. you're going to need all the money you can get. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's absolutely right. <laughs> Drugs are bad, okay? Oh, South Park. Consistent. Yeah. It's been, when's the last time they dropped an episode? A year now? I saw the pandemic special, and then there was a season after that, right? I remember watching The Band in China. That was the last one I seen. Uh, The pandemic special got banned in China? The pandemic are you... special. Was that the pandemic special? The pandemic special came out mid 2020 i think or maybe eight months in mm. that was great it was yeah. great it was uh randy's uh randy caused the pandemic because he uh jizzed on the marijuana oh yeah integrity farm yeah yeah, yeah. they were talking about the same episode yeah mm-hmm. was that banned in china yeah 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 because china's a bunch of bitches mm-hmm. and taiwan is real and go fuck yourself those dudes are fucking genius 
was it Trey Parker and Matt Stone? You saw a video of them at the fucking VMAs on a bunch of acid. Oh, really? It's Recently? In, like when? This was a while ago, oh. but like, like, I mean, you they're they're fucking blitzed. They're just like, just zimmed out on a bunch of acid, and you like you like you know the people are interviewing them, and they just they look high as hell. They they both had dresses on. That's awesome. Yeah, one of them had glasses, and the other one didn't. Yeah, I gotta watch that doc about the making of uh, South Park, right? Have you watched that? No. There's like a great doc about them, apparently. Mm. Uh, Shout out those dudes, though, pulling up to the fucking awards on fucking acid, bro. Like, that's like untouchable. The ultimate, the ultimate slap in the face to fucking Hollywood. Untouchable. Like, yeah. Untouchable. Rock, really rock star status. Yeah, exactly. That's like the most rock star thing you can do is to show up to the awards ceremony. On acid in a dress, yeah, and then like people were like offended. They're like, "What are you doing? Like this is a, a, a fucking holy ceremony," and they're just like, "What? Like the VMAs? This is just a yeah. Like you take VMAs it. This is gone. this is like the epitome of your life. Like this is like like this is everything you work for. The VMA is like now like Machine Gun Kelly just makes out with Megan Fox and Travis Barker just makes out with Kim Kardashian, and that's like." headline news yeah the viewership must have gone down like crazy meanwhile dude i remember the vmas were legit crazy like when like i think that was when jayla was big and she showed up in that dress that infamous dress dude i know like it doesn't probably compare to now but it's still pretty if you look it up them, them titties were out them titties were close to being out yeah. uh there was that that was like a huge moment there was uh, was it Fred Durst accepting an award and lead singer of uh, Rage is um, what's his name? Uh, Zach De La Roca. Climbed Zach climbed the staging. Literally got about two stories high. Jumped S- off and landed on somebody's no, head. No, that was <laughs> that would have been great uh they probably still have neck pain if that was to happen oh yeah certainly but he just he started rocking back and forth on this like stilt of a staging and was saying like hi axel he was taunting axel rose he was like hi axel hi axel hi and and everyone and fred durst was like yeah you knucklehead and (laughs) everyone in the audience didn't know if it was this was when like you really didn't know if it was part of the act or not. Mm. Like, what's going on? Mm. And that was a huge controversial moment. I don't. Nobody really found out why he did it. I think he was also high on drugs. Mm. Would make sense. They rage just got back together. Oh yeah, right? like last year. They were supposed to do that tour in Boston or with all those other bands. Dude, if there's something I want to do before I die, is go see Rage Against the Fucking Machine. Right? Yeah. Yeah, be a good time. Um, I listened to. There's a cover band Brass Against. Brass. I they. I don't know if their full name is Brass Against the Machine, but Brass Against, mm. and they cover like all Rage songs and other, uh, rock, alt rock songs from the late '90s, early 2000s. But mm. it's all. It's like orchestrated with brass. You know, the brass class of instruments. Uh, which would be horns and flutes and trumpets and shit. And uh, they knock it out of the goddamn park. They're unbelievable. Brass Against. Shout out Brass Against. 
Yeah. You know, all that listening back to a lot of that rock music, I, you know, sometimes play have played on my Spotify and there's a lot of warnings about what has manifested. Oh yeah. It's like they were in you you kind of felt comfort in the fact at the time that they were warning against this stuff because you're like, well this is a super popular band. Mm. They're warning against this stuff. There's no way it's going to come true now because they've they were the man on the hill and they've told society, "Hey, look out." And everybody was like, you're right. Like, we love your music. We're going to listen to you. And then it just kind of shit hit the fan anyway. Yeah, it's all priced in. And uh, that was incredibly depressing. I mean, Nine Inch Nails came out with capital G, which is a shit. It's a shitty song. Mm. It is a bad song. But it's great lyrics. You know what I'm talking about? No. Uh, it's about George Bush. Oh, wow. uh, <clears throat> I guess I think it's about Junior. Uh, I would think it would have to be. And, you know, it, it's like I pushed a button and elected him to office. And I and it's like all this progressively, or I guess you could say a series of declining society. You know, and it, and it's and he signs his name with a capital G. So it's all like it's all ribbing at George Bush for being mm. like a tard, and uh, it was just like, just came and went. That song just came and went, and it's like then you. Speaking of Christian Bale from before, Christian Bale. I always want to say Bayo. I don't know why. Mm. Christian Bale playing Dick Cheney in that Cheney movie. Did you see that? No. Nope. Oh, dude. No. Nope. You want to get freaking freaked out. I want to watch Lincoln. I haven't seen that Lincoln movie. Daniel Day-Lewis? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it's phenomenal. I haven't no. seen it either. It looks good. But uh, Christian Bale as Dick Cheney is insane. In mm. the movie, based off true events, is insane. Mm. It completely shows Dick Cheney pulling the strings of George W. Bush. George W. Bush just wants to go skeet shooting, play golf, and fucking, I don't know, prance around his little fucking ranch and not really be the president. He's just like Dick Cheney's fucking front man. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Scott Horton. You know Scott Horton? Uh, I know the name. He's He's been on... He's been on... Uh... Dave Smith's podcast a lot. Well, that that dude just recently, oh yeah yeah he just like destroyed that dude Bill Crystal, not Billy Crystal from City Slickers and Mike Krasowski, <laughs> but Bill Crystal. I guess I, I never fucking heard his name really before, but I guess he's uh, you know like a neoconservative, you know like pro war, like well, we, but at the, I mean pr- not not even really just pro war, just kind of just like pro evil, pro evil, so, yeah, E Corp, like, yeah, Mister Robot. I robot, no, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot, yeah, that's on USA. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah. I watched a couple of episodes. It's of same, I forget everything about it. E Corp was literally short for mm. Evil Corporation. Mm. Real on the nose stuff. But go ahead, I don't want to cut you off. Well, yeah, I mean, Alex Jones told me that what the devil is trying to do is to kill 
everybody on the earth until it's just him, the devil, and one other person. And then at that point, the devil would kill the other person and then kill himself. Shout out Alex Jones for uh, preaching truth. And shout out Alex Jones for getting uh, like 50,000 Bitcoin uh, put on his laptop from 10 years ago. And and then just losing it. Yeah. And then just... I don't know where it went. Millions, millions. Uh, I got so many laptops. Uh, Left at dinner. uh, Locked, all locked up. Fuck it, it's in a trunk of a car I sold. uh, So like that Bitcoin is just now like nullified. Like that, all that that Bitcoin, like Bitcoin more valuable. Well, like nobody will ever have that Bitcoin now. It's locked in his wallet. You could be correct. Like that's it. There's a limited amount of Bitcoin and very negligible percent of them is now lost for eternity because of Alex Jones. I'm sure there's tons of, uh, I mean, I think there's a market in China that, uh, rifles through people's old hard drives to just try to find cryptocurrency. There's a market in China, um, for Uyghur, uh, what'd you call me? Uyghur. You're Uyghur. Bro. Uh, just because I act black sometimes doesn't mean the the Uyghurs, the the Muslims in China that they're sterilizing and shipping off to concentration camps. You could, uh, if you're rich enough, you could you, you can get their organs. They'll they'll fly them here tonight live. Oh, like fucking Squid Game style? Oh, you want? Have you watched Squid Game? You I heard about it, but uh, yeah, I don't Squid watch Game's television. Squid Game's got a little that going. A little mm. organs. Sorry, spoiler alert. Mm. Little organ selling side hustle. I heard it was good. A little side hustle, a little Korean side hustle. To work in the corner with the organs. <sighs> Who's got a who wants a kidney? You got a kidney hmm. going once, going twice. Uh, kidneys two for one special. The corner. Who's got a liver? Liver and onions. You can eat it. You can play with it. Do whatever you want with it. Put it in you. It works fine. Works just fine. Cut a couple miles on it. Don't worry about it. I would like to have a third testicle installed, like a working third testicle. This motherfucker, a working... Why? You just want to produce all the jizz? Well, yeah, how far are we away from that possibility? You know what I mean? From souping up your nuts, from soup to nuts, from souping <laughs> up your nuts, soup Dude, to nuts. So uh, my buddy showed me soup this thing the other day. To your nuts. At work, my buddy showed me this thing, and uh, it was a fucking... Uh, a, there was a couple, right? And one of them was male to female, the other one was female to male. And the female to male was then like pregnant, which is like, okay, so females give birth, but now this thing is shooting drugs every day now or, yeah, or whatever, yeah. shooting test or test testosterone once, you know, for whatever, sure. depending on the fucking yep. half-life of the S going against God. I get it. Now this kid is in the womb. No, yep, not good. On the Can't drugs. Be good. It's on drugs. Yep. Like, Can't be good. Dudes were not meant to be pregnant and now okay, this is die. a female on drugs this is a female on drugs having a baby and pushing for this sort of thing did to be normal sh- did they say that uh they were still uh shooting testosterone during pregnancy uh, she didn't really have to say it it she was have to say it, it was evident well that really should be uh it's like child abuse i I don't see the difference i don't see the difference between that and uh 
a guy going to jail or person going to, I don't know, it doesn't have to be a guy, a person going to jail for punching a pregnant woman in the stomach. I don't see those because the idea is that you don't know what harm, the person punching the pregnant woman is going to go to jail anyway for punching somebody, possibly. But I think there's a law surrounding that you don't know, It's it, you get extra penalties assigned to you for being an extra big scumbag because you don't know what you just did to that child, let alone if you uh, hurt 